At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. It's another hour from a packed South Point Sportsbook studio. They're lining up to make bets right now as we welcome you back into Live Bet Saturday. That's because there's a lot of action about to get started as we've reached the 8 p.m. Eastern hour on a Saturday night around the country with Danny Burke in Chicago. I'm Ben Wilson here in Vegas. And, uh, Danny, we've got some NBA we have not mentioned yet. NBA gets started. We have a couple games already underway. One final from earlier on that, uh, that just – uh, ended just a couple minutes ago while we were talking. Toronto outlasts Washington in overtime, 116-109, as that game needs overtime to go over, and Toronto ultimately covers as a two- or two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, you have the Pistons and Cavs now underway. Cavaliers laying a ginormous number for NBA standards, laying really 16. 16, but, hey, the Cavs have been that good so far, 19-17 uh, in the first quarter. And then probably the big game of the, of the games about to start here in 10 minutes, Hawks and Heat. We'll talk later this hour. 76ers Bucks. That is the big marquee game of the card. The ESPN National game starting in about a half hour. But Hawks and Heat, Danny, it teams where you just you kind of keep waiting to figure out their identities, right? And so the Hawks finally pull the plug on Nate McMillan as a head coach. Get that brief coach fired boost as they blow out Cleveland last weekend when Cleveland was on a second leg of a back-to-back. Now Quinn Snyder into the fold, head coach for the Hawks. Take on a Miami team that has been good defensively, but very, very up and down when it comes to finding their offense on a night-to-night basis. And the Heat are laying two and a half at most shops. Some books, actually BetMGM is really the only book I'm seeing in the market that is at three on the Miami Heat. Uh, so 226 and a half the total. If anything, Daddy, it's just an interesting litmus test for both teams who have been very, very unreliable to the betters this year. Yeah, you put it perfectly. Unreliable is the right way to say it with both of these squads, except I think because of the defensive advantage that we see with Miami and now knowing that Jimmy Butler is playing, he was announced to be in the starting lineup. He was questionable. Looks like Kyle Lowry still out as he has been for the heat that boosted this line then to go up to two and a half in favor of Miami. And Look, you don't necessarily want to chase the steam after the announcement of Jimmy Butler. Ideally, you would have assumed he was going to get in and you got a better price on Miami. And it's not that big of a leap, but if you're doing this every day, it's certainly not something you want to have to always be waiting for and following and not getting the best of the number. And Ben, as you very well know, that's what makes handicapping the NBA extremely difficult. But I do think with Jimmy Butler in like if the line had been there and it didn't move as much two and a half seems about right. And I would lean toward Miami because those defensive advantages, 
how they do tend to play a little bit better at home. And just because of the insane volatility out of this Atlanta team, I think you still have to give the nod to the heat, but because it did move a little bit, I'm not in love with this game. So I'll wait in game for this spot too. And you know, maybe the Hawks get out to the early lead. Maybe they keep it close and then it flips a little bit and you could get some in-game action with Miami with an offense who you said has struggled, assuming they're going to struggle in some capacity at some point in this game. And then we could take advantage of that with a better number. But I think Miami does come out on top in this one. Well, man. the last time the two teams met in Atlanta, I mean, Miami didn't play any defense in the first quarter. Atlanta scored 38 oh. first quarter points. And that was a spot where, well, yes, the Heat lost the game by eight. That could have been a spot to get a really bloated in-game number where Miami, they got down on that game double digits pretty much right away. Uh, Jimmy Butler had a big night there for the Heat, had 34 points. I, I, as much as I would lean toward the Miami side here, and it was as low on that opener as one and a half or two, has shifted up a point, point and a half, depending on the book, now with Butler confirmed in for the Heat. But this is the first of two straight games between the Hawks and the Heat in Miami. They'll play again on Monday night. So... Let me think here, Danny. Atlanta Hawks in Miami for like two extended full days. <laughs> Maybe it's that second game you would want to look at Miami. Now, I'm sure that will Good get point. priced in a little bit in the betting market. But uh, especially, let's say, if uh, depending on what happens tonight, it, it will determine a lot of what the market goes. But I, I'd be looking more to bet on the Heat in game two of this little series for uh, for subtle off-the-court purposes than anything else. Uh, and that kind of fits, though, what Atlanta has been, especially if Atlanta looks good tonight where they have been so Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know how you feel on them as a whole, but I'm not sold just that Quinn Snyder comes in as a new head coach, despite all of his success in the past, that he's just going to magically turn Atlanta into a juggernaut who you can rely on every night as a team who would be in that eight seed range right now. So it's hard for me to see that just flipping a script overnight. Yeah, and, and look, it's I'm, I'm sure it's very frustrating as a Hawks fan too because you have enough talent there on paper to compete offensively with anybody but even still, and you can get away from time to time with poor defense throughout the regular season, you would imagine, but it's just so back and forth and it's never sinking simultaneously. They have yet to really get on this rhythm this year. And at some point, if you're going to keep competing in the playing game spot, you got to blow it up because you're stuck in no man's land right now, much like the Chicago Bulls are, except the Hawks at least are in the playoffs and no need to go into a rant about the Bulls, Ben. You know how my oh, <laughs> feel yeah, about the Bulls, but... Yeah, <laughs> but with Atlanta, too, it's like, again, you're hearing all of these noises with Trey Young. Can you win with Trey Young? Uh, what his relationship was like with McMillan, if the teammates I'm like all of these distractions are going on to where it's like, look, yeah, they're still going to get these games where they look like they could compete with anybody. But it's just not a team worth betting on in the second half of this season, Ben. So I will stay away from them probably in most games, if not all of them or fade them. And I think tonight it would be probably a fade scenario to go with Miami, but you do make a really good point. I mean, this game is important to consider how you're look, going to bet it when they play again Monday. And yes, off the court, when you're in Miami, you're stuck there for a couple days. Hey, maybe you don't care as much about this season. You're a little bit loose out there. I get it. I like that approach. Well, not only that, but this could potentially be a play in tournament matchup right now. Miami's in the sure. seventh spot, Atlanta, the eight. So if nothing else, it's one of those situations, even if you might not necessarily bet on the game tonight, you can still watch and use this as information to bet on the future mm -hmm. meetings, either Monday or as we get later on in the year, where you could very well easily see these teams meet uh, in a play-in tournament type setting. So that's the game that tips off in about now five minutes from now, with the Heat going to close two and a half or three-point consensus favorites at home against the Atlanta Hawks with guard Jimmy Butler confirmed in to the lineup tonight. We'll talk Bucks Sixers a little bit later on in the show because that tips off in a little over a half hour. We'll also get Zach Cohen, who's one of our new VEASAN editors, talking all things college basketball, NBA, and tennis. He's going to join us in our next segment this hour to give his college hoops and NBA thoughts for the night slate. But uh, on the college basketball front, Danny, we have to go back to Lubbock. A couple of huge uh, Musa Cisse dunks in the final minute for Oklahoma State. Cowboys in the next four out. Seed range right now in the bracketology, leading 70 to 68 now with 3.8 seconds to go. Did just have to take their final timeout, though, as they could not get the ball inbounded. And so in a desperate spot for Oklahoma State, got a lot of the money today as a six-point underdog down to closing five-point dogs. It looks like, Danny, looks like they should be able to survive in Lubbock, but classic case where some big, big in-game plus money numbers on Texas Tech likely to get home, who were as high as a nine-and-a-half-point in-game dog in the second half. 
Man, how about it? I mean, <laughs> it's going to be devastating if Oklahoma State finds a way to blow this after the pace and the leads that they've accumulated throughout the course of this spot. But look, again, there were the opportunities multiple times to jump in on Texas Tech, and hopefully it did so. Uh, I was a sucker in that scenario, ended up staying away, even though we talked about it. But hey, it is what it is. You know, I, I didn't have to sweat it out, but. Uh, if, if you did do that, too, you're almost kind of hoping that I mean, you're definitely hoping the game ends right now. So you don't have to sweat out anything in overtime. But then what they say overtime where uh, unders and underdogs go to die. So uh, these three seconds going to be quite interesting. And the uh, the under has already died a slow death. That that took a lot of steam today. And I understand the reasoning why, because Oklahoma State, if you like them, you probably correlated it to dog and under as a top 20 defensive efficiency team. But Texas Tech has fought, clawed their way back, and the game has now gone over. It was steamed from 140 all the way down to 136.5 or 137, depending on the shop. So uh, right now, Oklahoma State, they do get the ball inbounds. They'll go to the line. So even if you took a, the best number possible in the market, under 140, you're now going to have to sweat out free throws here with 3.6 to go. But it uh, could be a mega, mega win for Oklahoma State, who had lost five straight games and fallen on the wrong side of the bubble. Final regular season game before that Big 12 Conference tournament starts in Kansas City next week. The other big game we're following that's coming down the wire, Danny, big rally now for the Duke uh, Blue Devils against the North Carolina Tar Heels. Duke with a nice six, seven-point lead, but UNC gets a couple big buckets in a row to tie the game right now. And uh, we're back to where we started as we get a uh, timeout here, just updating my live odd screen in front of me. 43 up, 12 minutes to go in the game, and UNC is now a point-and-a-half favorite. So as the game has gone later, even though UNC closed a four-point favorite, without tight this has been and back and forth, uh, line is now UNC minus one and a half. In-game total now, Danny, the lowest it's been, 131 and a half, as the pace has continued to slow. And it's why I was a little bit worried about getting in-game on the over for the total, why I stayed out. And so far, that has played out uh, as we were kind of thinking, Duke trying to play a really drag them out, slow-type pace at this point. And it is uh, a tie game as we're back underway. 12 minutes to go in Chapel Hill. Yeah, and look, like you said, Duke had that seven-point lead. That was the time to jump in on the Tar Heels. I'm busy sweating out this, uh, obviously, this UConn game right now. Even though it's in the very early stages, it's the game that I had a pre-flop bet on, so that's what I'm watching. But you knew North Carolina wasn't really going to get any action going from deep. They've struggled there all year. They're three of 14 beyond the arc. Duke a little bit better from that territory. They're just three of 11. But the difference, too, is that North Carolina, Ben, as we know, has been really good at getting to the charity stripe. They finally picked that up. They're now 16 of 19 from the free throw line. And they've also been doing a good job this season of limiting their opponents to getting to the free throw line. Now, Duke did a really good job at getting there in the first half. Since then, it's pretty much slowed up 10 of 13 from the line. It was right around there at the end of the first half. So if North Carolina can keep getting their buckets, they can keep working their way, drawing fouls from Duke and preventing it defensively. North Carolina, to me, is still the rightful side. And, hey, if they're laying one and a half, I know it's not at that plus money spot. I know that they're not catching it right now. I wouldn't be shocked if the pieces keep falling the Tar Heels way and they get on a little run, and then you're kind of wishing you would have had that one-and-a-half spot or a cheaper price on the money line, whatever uh, you end up choosing. Yeah, seeing minus 150 right now, current money line price. So even though it, it, yeah. it's a one-and-a-half spread spot, books are shading it a little bit higher on that money line price. And it'll beg the question, if UNC can win the game, if they do get into the NCAA tournament, will people blindly bet them because of what happened last year? With a lot of the same key core pieces still there, Armando Baycott, Leaky Black, Caleb Love, could UNC make another deep run? Have to think a lot of people will talk themselves into UNC if they're able to get into the tournament, but they still have a lot of work to do since they are right now on the wrong side of the bubble, but in a tie game against rival Duke as we go down the stretch. All right, we'll transition to some more NBA and college basketball. Zach Cohen, new VEASAN editor, stops by the show right after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. We welcome you back. It is Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. Back alongside Danny Burke in Chicago. I'm Ben Wilson here at the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. Uh, Danny, tight game so far for your uh, your UConn Huskies. It's not you can just tell it's not going to be easy for for UConn. Uh, 24-20 though, up on Villanova and. Uh, Color me shocked. It's a Big East game that has been tight so far, at least to this point at the 420 mark of the first half. Yeah, and look, UConn has missed three after three after three, and then you saw Villanova get some momentum too, Ben. But look, UConn's doing a good job on the road, kind of evading that momentum and letting the rhythm go on the other side. And like you said, they got a four-point lead right now. So uh, you're right. It's not going to be easy whatsoever. It's going to be a sweat right down to the end. But I do like the composure that you've seen out of UConn thus far. Hopefully they're able to knock down some of these threes, keep crashing the boards, and I think we'll be all right. Nothing I love more than a a slightly peeved Danny Burke because his his teams are missing threes. Hey, UConn did just – they get up to a six-point lead now. So that's at least uh, solid. The update in-game line uh, as we, we have the uh, the updates here looking at uh, UConn and Villanova again this goes off UConn uh, laying two and a half or three depending on the number here Danny gets in at uh, minus two uh, now up here to that four and a half point window as of right now uh, we'll continue the college basketball talk let's welcome in a guy who is new to the VEASAN team pumped to get him on Zach Cohen, who joins us now, you can give him a follow at underscore Zico, Z-C-O. We've worked together at uh, Tennis Channel with some betting stuff, so you're going to be doing a lot of what, tennis, college hoops, NBA, a little bit of everything. Zach, uh, great to see you and have you on the network now. Yeah, pumps for my VEASAN debut. I'll be doing a little bit of everything, like you said. Beautiful. All right, that's that's good to know because this is one of those times of year we we rely on people like you to, to cover everything. So let's start uh, college basketball, and we're waiting to get lines out on some of the conference title games tomorrow. One game underway in the OVC title game. We'll get a few more uh, auto bids decided on the Sunday slate. Missouri Valley, they just wrapped up their semifinals today, so we're waiting for a line to come out. Bradley, the top seed, they avoided a couple of scares on back-to-back days. And then Drake, just a little bit ago, about 15 minutes ago, they knocked off Southern Illinois and covered as a five-point favorite. What what are you going to be looking for when this line comes out on one of those marquee conference tournament title games with Bradley and Drake going at it tomorrow? Yeah, looking at the total there, I'm hoping that, you know, it's in the 136 range where I'd be looking to take the under. We had the luxury of seeing them play about a week ago where they only combined to score 134 points. Uh, both teams, bottom half of the uh, of NCAA in tempo, and both teams are about top 50 in defense. So I think that'll be a low-scoring game especially with, you know, a spot in the NCAA tournament on the line, there'll be some nerves, you know, maybe a little too much adrenaline there. All right, then what do you think about another championship with one of these conferences? A-Sun, a game we're going to be seeing tomorrow with Kennesaw State taking on Liberty. It looks like Liberty opening around maybe a four-point favorite. 
Do you agree with where the spread is residing right now? Yeah, it's about where I expected it, but I do think that Kennesaw State's a pretty good value, you know, plus four, and it'll maybe a sprinkle on the money line. We just saw them beat Liberty, uh, you know, maybe two weeks ago in Kennesaw State where they were able to earn home court advantage in that game. Uh, and yeah, I just think Darius McGee is such a good player for Liberty. You know, he's such a flamethrower, no pun intended, but he just doesn't have a lot of help on that team. And I think that I like Kennesaw State's balance a little bit more. And yeah, I think that our Liberty struggled on the road against the spread this year where Kennesaw State eight and four against the spread at home. Yeah, that, that's amazing to think that Liberty, they just they continue year in, year out. They're, like they've, they've been able to avoid any of that attrition that a lot of times you see with those small conference teams when they have success but have remained really, really elite and are a four-point favorite going into that game tomorrow. Uh, one of those three conference tournament championship games that we'll see. Uh, the other one, Zach, I want to get your thoughts on is in the Big South too where we get – uh, UNC Asheville knocking off South Carolina Upstate, and then Campbell in a, a really good game over Radford. The fighting Camels are into the conference title game, 72-71 over Radford. Again, still waiting on a line to come out. That'll be another one of the Sunday title games. Uh, from what you've watched this year, who, who's going to have the edge in, uh, in a pretty tight battle, you'd think, on paper? Yeah, so I saw it at four and a half. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, but uh, yeah, the fighting Camels okay. best. Yeah, best nickname in all college basketball. Uh, I was, you know, really comfortable taking UNC Asheville against almost anybody that ended up playing in this game. Drew Pember is the best player in the conference, you know, six foot ten guy that can stretch the floor and pretty much score from everywhere. But I think that's a little tough to have to play a Campbell team that's below 500, has absolutely nothing to lose. And they only lost by four when they played at Asheville earlier in the year. Uh, that's a tough game. I think that, yeah, I like Campbell to keep it really close, fight it, fight until the end. They have a lot to play for in this game. I don't think they've been to the tournament since 1992. Right, yeah. Like hey, Zach, continuing to look at tomorrow's slate of games, looking like we got a big one looking uh, or out there in the Big Ten Conference, my neck of the woods here in the Chicagoland area, always interested what's happening with those teams. And this time of year, it's a little bit different in terms of how you're handicapping these games. Some teams have their spots wrapped up. Some are vying for his good of an opportunity and situation as you can get. Have you took some time to look at some of these numbers already for tomorrow? Is there a game in particular you're already seeking out and maybe looking to bet for the big 10? Yeah. So I haven't looked at individual games yet, but I'm really looking for an Indiana number to win the tournament. I think that the Hoosiers are a pretty good play to win it. I just like that. You know, we've seen them beat Purdue three times in four attempts since Mike Woodson was hired. And I think that's a matchup that presents Purdue a lot of, you know, a lot of trouble. And that's not a conference where I want to take, you know, someone at the top of the conference to win it all. It's such a great example. You're looking for value on a, on a tournament like the Big Ten, which it's ironic that you bring up Indiana, Zach, because that's a team I really like to make a solid run in the tournament. Now that they've shored up the defensive side of the ball and they can get consistent scoring with Trace Jackson Davis, that's like a second weekend team to me. And I always worry about the Power Five teams that win their conference tournament end up kind of – losing all the steam, right? Because they they, they use so much energy in the buildup. But at the same time, it would make a lot of sense if Indiana made that run. Yet I will find myself weirdly rooting against you, Zach, because I want to see Indiana make a run in the, in the real tournament that matters. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you on that. I'm also a Wisconsin fan, so I don't want to see any, anybody else doing well. But that's uh, yeah. just a, a team that, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, that matchup for Purdue is really tough because Zach Eadie's always in drop coverage. Jaden Hood uh, Pashido is like, Shafino is one of the best mid-range scorers in college basketball. So I could see Indiana beating them again. It's just a matter of, you know, getting to that matchup. All right, Zach. Well, you said it yourself. You're a Wisconsin guy. I think I'm Whoops. being, you know, I'm being teamed up against right now. You and Ben both being from the area, but uh, look, we'll keep it in Wisconsin talk. Uh, tell us about your thoughts with Milwaukee and Philadelphia tonight. The Bucks laying about four in the hook right now. It uh, seems like the market gave a little bit of a love initially to Philadelphia. This thing opened five and a half. So right now across the board, it's four in the hook. How are you looking to play this spot? Yeah, so I played the Sixers at plus five earlier on vcin.com. Now it's at four and a half. But I think that's one of the matchups that's pretty tough for the Bucks, just because you know, Joel Embiid's such a big body that clogs the paint. It's not as easy for Giannis to get rolling down, you know, downhill against them. And, you know, the Sixers defend the three-point line really well, so it's going to be tough for the Bucks role players to get going in that game. So I just think it's going to be close. I think that three of the last four they've played have been decided by three or less. Yeah, it's such an interesting spot, too, where you think historically since Giannis has been a Milwaukee Buck, they've always struggled with that specific matchup, yet – 
I, I get the weird sense. You watch Philadelphia this year, Zach, and against the elite teams, they just look a step slow and like, the, like there's something missing to that team. It's really hard to quantify in the numbers and defensive rating. Numbers are still up there for Philly, but as much as that would normally tell me towards a, a bet on the dog here, I, I can't get there. Philly's just laid so many <laughs> eggs in these big marquee games this year. No, I feel you on that. And the Bucs have been the hottest team in basketball. So it was a tough play to make. Yeah. But, you know, the way the Sixers looked against the Mavericks was miserable. And uh, they're seven and one straight up and five and three against the spread when they've given up 130 or more points uh, in their previous game, which they did against the Mavericks. So that leads me to believe that Doc Rivers is pretty good at, you know, making adjustments, getting his team locked in after a really poor performance. Gotcha. Yeah, Danny, don't worry. We're not like, it's not. We're not teaming up on you, man. Just because just yeah. I'm from Wisconsin, you know. I Look, when you watch Danny, you should know this. I mean, Zach knows this. When you watch Wisconsin basketball, it, it makes your eyes bleed. Like, it is so yeah. bad. It is yeah. the worst aesthetic experience for two hours. So, it's not like we enjoy that, Danny. We just, you know, we got to show love for, for our home state. Uh, again, Zach Cohen, <laughs> one of the newest members here of the VEASAN team. Great to have him on for the first time. A new reporter, editor, catch all his work at VEASAN.com. Uh, before we let you go, Zico, what sort of futures do you have right now if we're talking college hoops, NBA, uh, whether that's conference tournaments, uh, long-term shots, NBA-wise, what, what do you have here in the portfolio as we get into the home stretch? Yeah, so just a little one to mention is I had uh, BYU as a dark horse play in the West Coast oh. Conference tournament. So I'm a little bit nervous about that because I saw Loyal, you know, it looks like they have some sharp money behind them. So I'm a little bit nervous about that. Wow. Uh, yeah, that Loy that is one of the uh, conference tournament uh, quarterfinal games talking about the West yeah. Coast Conference. I was just because the way they, they have the crazy bracket where they – they send uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's to the semis. So BYU Loyola Marymount at the Orleans Arena here. And wow, Loyola Marymount is, has gotten steamed down from four and a half points. The dog's now down to three and a half. But Zico, we're on your side with that one. That's I, I'm yeah. sure. What, no, what number did you get? That had to have been a big price on BYU. Oh, man. It was like plus six. No, it was plus like 1250. I don't, I don't remember what oh, it yeah. was. It might have been actually way more. I was going to say, okay, if it if that yeah. had, to, had to have been at least double digits, man, because yeah. you're, you're asking them to beat uh, St. Mary's and Gonzaga back-to-back. That'll be quite the task. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, assuming that will be the two matchups and have to get past uh, a feisty Loyola Marymount team tonight. All right, Zico, great to have you on for the first time. Yeah, You killed it with the debut, and we'll have you on many more times to come. So welcome to the team, man. Great to have you aboard. Thanks, guys. All right, we have a big tip-off coming up in the NBA, like Zach was talking about. Philadelphia and Milwaukee. How will those teams match up with each other? We'll get final thoughts before tip-off of our marquee NBA game of the night when Danny and I come back here to Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Big thanks again to Zach Cohen. Want to welcome him to the team. Great to have Zach as a part of the, the vcin group now. And he does a lot of really good uh, tennis handicapping on the website as well as college basketball uh, and NBA. So great to have uh, Zach aboard as we welcome you back. Danny Burke, off to good starts uh, in your bets, DB. We've reached uh, halftime there in Philadelphia. Villanova taking on UConn. And uh, the, uh, the, the Huskies, they struggled shooting early, Danny. But I'm sure they heard you complaining because they started listening. Uh, since then, they have been better, and our updated halftime score, as we have, uh, we've reached the break now, it's at least been a better start here, a better stretch, as UConn leads 32-24, so they pulled away a little bit, eight-point lead as we hit halftime. Yeah, and look, they were 4 of 15 from deep, so the attempts were there, but they weren't getting it executed, and I can't complain too much because Villanova was just 2 of 10 from deep, but uh, I, like you said, I mean, you can't hate what you've seen out of UConn because there was, there was a stretch. They got out to a pretty good lead. All right, four points early on. You're looking good. You're countering everything Villanova's doing. And then Villanova had a chance to take the lead, and UConn just refused to back down, and then they took advantage. And now, like you said, they're up eight going into the second half. So beautiful first half out of UConn. You didn't walk in there not wanting or needing or caring about this game, which maybe could have been some of the attribution put on wanting Villanova more, who is a team that does need a spot like this, Ben. And you and I talked about that ad nauseum at the beginning of the show with those particular teams. But this game still is important for UConn. All of these games are. It's different because even when you get the seeding, 
for the main tournament. I, I mean, you look back at games like these, especially in tough road spots at the end of the year, and that would be a big boost for UConn. So let's hope they can hold it on here. Uh, again, the rebounds have been fine. They got a slight advantage, 17 to 14, but they haven't been getting bullied one way or the other, and they haven't been getting just completely knocked over and not knowing how to counter. They did an excellent job with that in the first half. Let's hope they can start hitting those threes more often, though. And with the latest bracketology, if UConn could consolidate that number four seed, and if they could get lined up mm. against a, a Purdue or an Alabama, teams that have, have shown a lot right. of different weaknesses for, for varying reasons, that's a great position to be in if you're a four seed like a UConn who has already shown this year with marquee non-conference wins over some of the big boys in college basketball that you can make a run. That's a great spot to be in, and, and it will take a, a win tonight and likely a good result, at least one win, I would think, in the Big East Tournament for UConn to do that. Uh, so 32-24 is the halftime lead for UConn. Seven-and-a-half-point live favorite, so they've put that out pretty much as a pick em to Nova minus a half point in the second half. Your live total now at 128-and-a-half after uh, that uh, that total did uh, come down, looking at the, uh, the UConn ultimate spot there on the closing line with – uh, that matchup against Villanova, 138.5 was the closing total. So because of those offensive struggles of Villanova, definitely uh, pacing to the under. And the one other update wanted to mention, Danny, we're down into the final two minutes. And, man, has this Duke-North Carolina game, it's just come to a screeching halt. It's, it's why we say worry, worry less about the raw box score and more about the actual tempo and the game that you're watching yep. in front of you. Because as much as we assumed that the two teams, Duke and North Carolina, would start to shoot better, Duke has just started dragging out every single possession, and UNC's kind of had to go with that same flow because of their lack of effectiveness out in transition and getting easy baskets. There just hasn't been many for UNC. So here we go. Final two minutes, Armando Baycott at the line, a chance to tie the game at 56. That's right, 56, Danny, with two minutes to play. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it, huh? Uh, yeah, we had talked about this game. You were interested in the total. I was curious here about North Carolina and their spread and or money line. I did end up laying one in the hook when we were talking with our guy Zach last segment. It's been back and forth and uh, certainly not feeling great about it. At least Baycott hit both free throws. So now UNC up one. But two minutes to go here. Let's hope North Carolina, again, you get a stop here. Duke keeps forcing those fouls. That's where you make your cake if you're North Carolina. But, man, like you said, I mean, the threes have not been falling. It's been an ugly game. And, uh, yeah, I'm uh, hoping for my live bet that the Tar Heels can figure something out here. Seven ties, ten lead changes. Baycott makes both free throws. 140 to go, 57-56 UNC. And then uh, Duke now draws a foul going back into it. So Yes, he can't have that. See, I, you, knowing, you knew, though, Danny, by making that bet, you were automatically signing up for a sweat. <laughs> So <laughs> you knew exactly you what you're doing for the show, baby. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, you can always we can always fall back on that show content. Uh, but I, I get it why you why you looked for the North Carolina side, uh, even though Duke has controlled the tempo in the game, figuring that UNC would uh, given you know given the positioning as a four point favorite pregame, knowing what was at stake today as a team right on the bubble, first four out, uh, you'd figure North Carolina. That was your thought uh, looking to, to find a way. 57-56, though, 138 to go. Uh, and just a couple other quick nuggets here. So much for Clemson getting off to a slow start, maybe getting in-game. Uh, good Clemson yeah. has shown up tonight, Daddy. 33-15 yep. on Notre Dame out of the gate. So I think Notre Dame, they, they properly celebrated the true Irish way in South Bend after sending Mike Bray out with a win in his final home game because they're getting blasted, haven't even shown up tonight. All Clemson right now up to 19.5-point live favorites after closing 9.5. That's another team who's on the wrong side of the bubble entering the weekend in Clemson who is a next four out team. Uh, let's go back to the NBA, though. We have five minutes until tip-off in Milwaukee. Marquee NBA game of the night, Philadelphia 76ers and Milwaukee Bucks. Our guest uh, last segment, Zach Cohen, likes the Sixers, took the points plus five. Market now down to four and a half. There's really no significant injuries on either side. Danny West Matthews remains out for Milwaukee off the bench, but that's about it. Uh, what would you be looking to do with uh, this game, if anything, here on the marquee Saturday night side? Yeah, I, look, I get Milwaukee probably when you're looking at these teams head-to-head, -head, and especially if you put them in a series, yeah, they have the advantage over Philadelphia. But in one single-game setting, I, I don't know if I would want to be laying any of these points with Milwaukee right now. And you already saw the market come down from as high as 5.5 to 4.5. And, and I would consider taking the points with Philadelphia, if anything. But, man, we've seen this Philadelphia team, whether it's blowing a big lead, whether it's digging a deficit for themselves and coming back. So if you don't feel entirely comfortable, such as myself, but you like them, probably just wait. And there's going to be an opportunity where they give you a much better number. You know, we were also kind of talking about player props a little bit during the break. 
Maybe one that I would consider here, Ben, would revolve around Tyrese Maxey. So you look at Milwaukee's defense and where they really struggle, or I guess not really struggle, like this is relatively speaking, where, you know, Milwaukee's struggling compared to other teams. Their defense is still great, but where their opponents are getting their most shot attempts up at, the frequency of shot attempts is from mid-range. About 37% of their opponent's shot attempts are coming from mid-range. That ranks 28th most out of 30 teams. And you look at Philadelphia, who are guys that thrive from mid-range. Well, of course, Joel Embiid, but you get the assignment of having either Brooke Lopez, great defensive player, or Giannis on you. You know the game plan's going to surround him. And then a guy like Tyrese Maxey comes up next, and Maxey's been on fire as of late. And his points prop tonight, 19 and a half is what I'm seeing at BetMGM. The over is minus 125. Last game at Dallas had 29 points. Game before that against a respected defense in Miami, 27 points. The game prior versus Miami, again, 23 points. So I get your lay in minus 125. And yes, Milwaukee still is a very strong defense. But you probably want to stray away from the big name guy like Embiid, who their points prop is, of course, going to be adjusted to. You're going to draw a difficult defensive assignment. You look for other options who could thrive in the weaker spot of your opponent's defense. That could absolutely be Maxi tonight. That would probably be a prop I would consider if you did want to venture into that realm. And what what uh, number were you saying you found best uh, best available there on the Maxi prop? So at BetMGM, I see 19 and a half, the over minus 125. I haven't really checked elsewhere, but that's what I'm seeing at BetMGM. If you get better, like, yeah, I, of course, still lean toward the over. But even at 19 and a half with minus 125, I wouldn't hate throwing a little bit on that. Yeah, same, same deal I'm seeing at DraftKings right now. The one angle I would look at is Drew Holiday on the assists over, even though it's mm. six and a half. But you're getting a plus number, plus 110 on that assist okay. prop. He has become... Maybe the most unheralded player, at least in the Eastern Conference, Danny, who does not get enough respect in the betting market and in the national media narrative. Yeah. Because you watch some of the Milwaukee games. I've watched every single one of them this year. There are times where Drew Holiday looks like the best player on the floor, and that includes when Giannis Antetokounmpo is in the game. Because of the way Holiday can control the ball and, and control the game on the defensive end as a lockdown perimeter defender, and as well as his ability to distribute – so when he is asked to score more, when, when Giannis has been out, when, when Chris Middleton has missed time this year coming back from injury, he's been able to do that. He had a 33-point game in that showcase spot against Phoenix last weekend with no Giannis in the lineup and basically took the game over in the fourth quarter. But when Milwaukee is at full strength, he, he is so unselfish with the ball and the way he's able to set up his teammates, where you look at the last two games since the Bucks came back to full strength, eight assists early in the week against Brooklyn, had nine assists in the last game against Orlando. And he makes it look effortless. It's a guy who does not get enough credit for the all-around game that he brings on both ends of the floor. He has the best defensive rating numbers when on the floor of anybody on the Bucks. Actually better than Giannis, who is a stalwart in his own right. So I'd be looking for some plus money value there. Take um, Holiday over 6.5 on the assist prop if you can find that at about plus 110 tonight. And you're perfectly right in saying like Drew Holiday is this unsung hero for Milwaukee and a guy who doesn't get as much credit as, as he should. And you look at a lot of these metrics, like his efficiency numbers and the differential outstanding his on and off numbers. Obviously, Milwaukee does a lot better when you have Holiday on the floor versus yeah. when you don't. No question. This will close Bucks minus four and a half tip off moments away from Milwaukee. We'll keep you updated there. And also it's getting tight in Chapel Hill. Duke up three final minute as we'll update you next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is offering college basketball fans a chance to pocket extra cash winnings all season long. Just log into your BetMGM account to receive your college basketball parlay boost token. Then place a college basketball parlay with a minimum of four legs using the token. And if the parlay hits, you'll have your winnings boosted. New to BetMGM? Download the app and sign up now to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Take your shot at making a big win even bigger. Place your four-leg parlay today and boost the excitement of college basketball like never before with a college basketball parlay boost token only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It is over in Chapel Hill as we welcome you back to Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson. Uh, a good sweat, but uh, one that does not result in money in your bank account, Danny Burke. Uh, North Carolina come up a little bit empty and just couldn't really hit any shots down the stretch as Duke holds them off. 62-57 win as a four-point outright underdog. Yeah, I look, props to Duke. Again, a team that has struggled mightily on the road this season. North Carolina had a late lead. Looks like the or it looked like the momentum was shifting their way, but like I said, Tar Heels couldn't come up big with any shots late. They put Duke on the free throw line, couldn't make anything happen. The Tar Heels to rebuttal. Props to Duke. They got it done. I don't cash in on the little bet that I had with the one and a half to get some of that action going, but it is what it is. We move on to the next one. But Hey, Ben, it kind of makes you think here about this Duke team, right? It's not just this game, but it's been this backstretch of this season that they have looked like a completely different team than when they first were coming out this year, where it's like, man, you can only really bank on them playing well at home. And now they've gotten this heater going and you get a big win against your arch rival. Good for you, Duke. It makes you think a little bit differently about him. Not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to say let's hold the phone a little bit on Duke, Danny, who projected 60 Well, not right like now. going too far, but if no, you're looking like game-to-game basis, kind of, you know? Right, but let for context, they've won five straight. And, yeah, to win in Chapel Hill against your rival, who was desperate for a win to get them on the right mm-hmm. side of the bubble, yes, it's impressive, but they have not beaten a top 50 team over the last no. five games. And that's part of what makes the ACC such a tough conference to get a sense for because of how down it is as a whole. And so you have wins over like Notre Dame at home, barely beat by four, beat a bad Syracuse team this year away uh, on the road in the Cario Dome, uh, beat the worst team in the league, Louisville at home, and then take out Virginia Tech, who have really struggled away from Blacksburg this year before the UNC game. So I'm not, I'm not ready to say Duke is going to be a team that we're going to be a bet on in the tournament. I, I, more than anything, I'm still looking at them as a fade. The biggest takeaway from today was just how bad the shooting was for North Carolina and how – they, they had, there were no adjustments. It couldn't find another way around it where Leaky Black and Caleb Love, I'm, I'm just double-checking my screen to make sure this box score is correct, Danny. Six of 28 from the field, one of 13 from three between those two players today. Uh, two guys you count on, two guys who were integral parts of a Final Four 
runner-up team last year for North Carolina, and in the game that they had to have it the most, you got nothing, literally nothing out of them today. It's just been so frustrating for the Tar Heels all year based on what you had last year, getting all those guys coming back and having an open conference. You would think that you would have that success replicated, and that just hasn't been the case. It wasn't the case all year, and now you're going to have to do something miraculous in your conference tourney. But, Ben, you're right. I mean, you need those guys to step up in that type of game. It's inexcusable not to have that come to fruition on the offensive side of the ball. And, well, the results showed here. But you're right. I mean, and again, you got to consider that, too, when you look at, like, this Duke team. Yes, they've been beating up on the weaker teams and them getting a win over North Carolina. Awesome. Good for you. Tip of the cap. All of those things. But North Carolina really didn't produce. And most teams at this point of the year who are respectable, their top guys are going to produce. North Carolina, not one of those teams, clearly. But when Duke faces another squad yeah. that is worthy, it'll probably come back, and then you'll see the true version of Duke, yeah. I'm sure. Like, and I'm, I was certainly rooting for UNC to get into the tournament. It's not, it's not that they can't get in still, but they're going to have to win at least yeah. a couple of games, you would think, in the ACC tournament to have a legit shot in an at-large case. But because of the history, because of what North Carolina did last year and how that is going to weigh into betters' minds, it is a great opportunity to bet against a North Carolina team that has proven – since opening night, first weekend in November, that they've been completely fraudulent. Even though they have a couple of the same core guys, it's so obvious in retrospect that that run last year was so much more of a fluke than of a sign of things to come under head coach Hubert Davis. And so I find myself kind of rooting for UNC to get in just so I can fade them in the tournament. But the more and more we watch them, I'm, I'm just not convinced that's going to happen because how can you really make the case? You're 19 and 12 in a conference that has been rated as worse than the Mountain West this year. And you're barely top 50 in the overall Ken Palm efficiency ratings. I just don't see how UNC, you can make a legitimate case for them. And even if you got them in the tournament, how you'd want to bet on them. There's just nothing I've seen from start to finish this year on the Tar Heels. So let me ask you this then. If the Tar Heels do find their way into the tournament, say they have... I guess somewhat of a favorable path, right? One that's doable to at least get past the first game, maybe the second if things fall in line. Do you almost look at that as a better or even a fan and you go, all right, no, the season didn't go according to plan, but you know that with the majority of your top guys, you've had that experience from last year. Right. Would you put stock into that if they get into the position to maybe, maybe even if you don't want to bet them, but you're just kind of like casually talking about it. You're going, yeah, look, I would not be taken aback if North Carolina went on a little bit of a spurt. Or are you kind of fully in the camp that like, no, it was more so just a fluke last year. This is who the Tar Heels are, not putting any investment in them whatsoever. Definitely the latter. And a lot of it is th those, those nuances and, and intricacies of that team are already baked into the market, right? So sure. if they were to make it into a first four, it's funny just looking at the bracketology in the bubble. You know what would be hilarious, Danny? If we got a Wisconsin-North Carolina first four. <laughs> a, Jeff Parles' oh, head man. would explode, our colleague who was with us on the show throughout football season. Jeff would, Jeff would refuse to watch that game, and he would be convinced that Wisconsin would ruin March Madness for everybody. But, look, UNC, I, it, people are going to follow that narrative, and it's cute, and you can point to, oh, yes, there is experience, and they've learned from that stretch and that big run a season ago after an underwhelming regular season, but it's already going to be factored into the market, and when you mm -hmm. likely see that public sentiment come in and only further the narrative even more, you're probably going to get value on the other side. That's just how I see it from a numbers standpoint. I hear you. I, I want to ask you about another team, too, and this is kind of just a completely different direction, so apologies, but I was looking at this earlier today, and I was talking about it with some people when I was out there in Vegas. What have you made of this team, Iowa State, the Cyclones? I, I mean, you talk about home and road splits. They were atrocious on the road. I was ready to consider them pretty much dead and would be an automatic fade in the tournament. And then they go on the road today. One, they overcome Baylor a pretty hefty amount, a team that was just getting a lot of the love. What do you make of something like that type of situation? Yeah, they lost four straight and then go into Waco and pound Baylor by 15. Ridiculous. It's a team that like, I bet against pretty heavily last year when T.J. Otzelberger was in his first year leading, you know, leading that team into the tournament. I, I was talking about Wisconsin. I was heavily invested in Wisconsin in, in that region, in that pod, specifically the first weekend. It's probably a team I'm avoiding just betting on altogether, Danny, unless there's something that really jumps out. Because as much as that team plays so hard on the defensive end, and they're now a top seven efficiency team defensively, I don't really trust their offensive guys. And when you play at a super slow tempo 
and you can't even crack the top 100 of offensive efficiency and you play in a league like the Big 12, it kind of goes two ways, right? It's hard to have a lot of trust in an offense that outside of a Gabe Kausher as a really, as a really good, elusive, do-it-all stretch guard, I don't like a lot of what I see from the rest of the offense. So when they're in that favorite role, it's a team that it, it becomes a stay away, and they're likely going to be in that spot. You know, if you look at the updated bracketology, I see Iowa State at least coming into today as the six seed, and that's likely going to move up mm. probably another line, probably to the five. It's not a team I'd want to bet, you know, in a 5-12 no. matchup. Would I like them more if it was like the spot last year where they're more of an 11 seed, you're getting points, you're in that dog role? Absolutely, if you're a defensive team who can keep a game really tight. But I don't like them in the favorite role. And today, it was a great example these last couple of weeks. Four straight losses, a couple of spots where they were favorites. And then today, right as everybody was ready to give up on them, as a dog to Baylor, come out and win that game going away. And so it really will depend situationally on the matchup you get with Iowa State as we get closer to the tournament. Without a doubt. And like you said, I do not like him in that favorite role whatsoever. And let's remember, too, don't get caught up in the last game you saw. We always talk about recency bias. And I know by the time we get to the big dance, like this game will not be recency bias. But people still may recall them going on the road, beating Baylor, going, ah, this team has what it takes. Well, what about the games leading up into that? What did you see more consistently yep. instead of just the one outlier? I just think that's kind of more of a fraudulent team. And I was curious because, again, a huge win. But before this, they were just so disappointing. No doubt. Totally understand. And, uh, by the way, speaking of the Big 12, Oklahoma State, we talked about that game earlier. They do hang on. 71-68 over Texas Tech. There was a missed free throw late that kept the opening total under. But all other numbers do go over as that lands 139. Tell you this. I, if we get, can we get Oklahoma State, North Carolina in a first four, Danny? Because let me, let me just fire open the accounts and go in on the Cowboys and Mike Boynton. His defense will lock down that fraudulent UNC attack that had nothing against a pretty, look, an above average, but pretty mediocre Duke defense tonight at home in a must-win game. I don't think North Carolina even gets to that point, but I'm going to try to will it into existence just for you, Danny. Uh, that, that's all I know. Uh, we're halfway through our portion of Live Bet Saturday. When we come back, we'll go around the country, see what is the latest on the biggest games on the board here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <laughs> 